Welcome to the ECU Alumni Podcast Series, Follow the Leader. This special series has been created for you by talented teams of ECU students. In this podcast, you'll follow the career journeys of leading ECU alumni from a range of professions. You'll get an insight into their chosen profession, as well as tips from how to get your big break to how to succeed in your career and more. We hope you enjoy this insight into the different journeys that our alumni take and that their fascinating stories give you some interesting food for thought. Welcome to the ECU Alumni Podcast. My name is Sian Caton and I am currently studying a Bachelor of Media and Communications. So I'm very excited to have this guest here. We have Jermaine DeVars, who is a digital content and podcast producer. Yes, that's correct. Yes, oh, you correct. got that right. Okay. Thanks. Where did you get that from? Just little deep dives, oh, okay. my my history researcher. <laughs> oh, fabulous. Um, so you graduated from Edith Cowan University with a Bachelor of Communications, Media Culture and Mass Communications in 2015. Yes, that's correct. And you also graduated with a Diploma of Broadcasting in 2017. That's correct. So tell us about your ECU experience. Oh, gee, I even know where to begin because like, I feel like both when I was doing my undergrad and the postgrad, it felt like two completely different schools, right? right? Because anyone can tell you from like, uh, especially if they did the graduate diploma of broadcasting, it genuinely just feels like you're you're, you're doing a job. Deep end. Thrown into the in. Pool, thrown in. And um, when it comes to my undergrad, that was your traditional uni experience. So um, it was great. I had the best time. I got to really experience on full blast really what the media world would be like before entering it so um i mean this is a lot to really say about the ecu experience but i I would have to say it really does gear you up for what the real world's going to be for sure well that's good to know yeah and so what are you currently studying oh not studying sorry (laughs) where where are you currently working and was that like related to what you studied it is well actually i've just finished up my my job um i'm starting a new job later this month but i just finished up as the digital content producer for kyle and jackie o over at uh kiss 106 so i'm not sure if you've heard of them before i have Uh, (laughs) i definitely have (laughs) (laughs) yes i've just finished up with them um after about a year and a half and I'm just about to start um, working in digital for uh, the drive show at Nova, Kate, Tim and Joel. Nice. So, And that will be in Sydney. Amazing. Yeah. When you, I guess, enrolled in your course, was this the path you wanted to go down? Like, was this the job that you had in mind? Not when I actually, when I uh, enrolled to do the media culture and mass communications, I really didn't have an idea of exactly what I wanted to do. I mean, like, I have such an interest in so many different things when it comes to television, radio, film. Um, I have a twin brother, so he and I used to dance a lot. So we were just doing some dancing. Like, we just loved media and entertainment. Right. So, and, you know, you know all that pressure you get in high school where they're like, you got to figure out what you want to do and all those types of things. I was like, I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do. So I thought, okay, let me just study media you know, learn all about it. Just really, all, all I cared about was just having an academic brain about the stuff that I was interested in. And then maybe as I go along, I'll then discover what I like doing and just kind of going through that way. And um, it wasn't until I would say really in my last semester 
of uh, my undergraduate course that I thought, you know what, I'll give broadcasting a go. Because I did, um, I co-hosted a show at RTRFM called All Things Queer with my friends. Really liked that. I did some radio stuff when I was 12 years old. And I thought, okay, I could really try to, you know, take this on. And I really think that I can try to go as far as I can with the skills that I have to be able to um, enter a broadcasting career. And... Um, and then, yeah, it was at that moment, the last semester of undergrad, where I went, okay, I think this is what I want to do. Let's explore that and let's see what happens. And that's when I decided to do the graduate diploma. And might I, might I uh, add, sorry, is that everyone was talking about this broadcasting course. Like, and I was seeing on TV, you know, all these uh, news presenters and radio presenters and people around the world, someone in New York who's working on something that was like, oh... You gotta, you gotta do the. Um, they call it the Whopper broadcasting course. I don't think it was Whopper. I think it was just an ECU broadcasting oh, course. Okay. It was previously I wondered a if it course. used to be a Whopper course, right? Yeah, I think it okay. previously was. And then um, I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. So you had to audition for it, and oh, you had to audition. You had to audition, yeah, for for um, because it's it's a really like high in demand course. Yeah, because right. The one thing I was told about the course was that it's like a guaranteed job that you get. Um, once you're done with the course, because firstly you're put into the deep end, and, and like they don't really, there's no lectures or tutorials in that course. It's just simply do it. Right. right? You have your own radio show, you have your own news show. It broadcasts live over Facebook. You know, you 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 meet all these net um these industry professionals, and then during your holidays, you do work experience at these you know the radio stations, the TV studios. You get to go to Sunrise, Home and Away, like all these so big cool. places. And by then you have a, like a wealth of contacts that you'll get a job. And so that's why I was, I think that's why you probably had to audition. So right. then if you were serious about it. And I guess if people are holding that program in high regard, then they're going to be like, well, yeah, we'll hire you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then they have awards and oh, it was... It's fabulous. It's a wow, great that's course. so cool. <laughs> and I guess as well, like when you're trying to figure out what you want to do, there's so many jobs you probably don't even think of when you're studying it. Oh yeah. Like, well, that, that, cool. That, you can be like radio presenter, but then there's so many other things that. Exactly. Exactly. And especially when, like, I mean, from my experience leaving high school, is that, you know, I was a very ambitious person. But there are two types of ambitious people: people who are ambitious about the area of things they want to work in and some people are ambitious about the specific role that they want to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Some people, I want to be an actor or I want to be, you know, a doctor, I want to be this. For me, it was very much just the area. I want to work around this whole thing and I feel like the ECU journey helped me kind of go, oh, well, this is what I'm good at and this is what all of the employers and, you know, and, and my lecturers and, you know, everyone is saying that I'm really good at. Okay, maybe that's kind of what I want to do. Um, and then I kind of just slowly, you know, figured it out. Right. So what was the job you got out of your out of broadcasting? It. So, um, it was it was kind of like a hybrid role, really. So um, when I was doing the broadcasting course, I got an internship. Well, not an internship. It was kind of like a... I guess like a, just a casual job um, at Nova. Uh, I was at first doing like just, you know, the early entry stuff, which was karting, which is where you just pretty much get um, whatever show. Like let's say if there's a show, because Perth is two or three hours behind when the show goes live, they record that segment, send it over to Perth, and then we had to put it into the system. Um, so that was the first bit. But then as I started throughout Nova, I then uh, was the digital person and video person for Nathan and Sean, the breakfast show. And then slowly I became an on-air announcer at Nova um, over the weekends and public holidays. So that was the kind of vibe. But in the broadcasting course, they always said that I was good at video. Like, you're great at editing video. You're great at putting together a production. So I think that's where the strength came from, the hey. ability to, to 
uh, understand social media and and to edit video and to kind of put that together. And was that something that you kind of picked up on your own outside of university as well? Like- um, yeah. Well, I mean, like, like going back to like when I was younger, my brother and I, we just used to make a lot of like movies and we used to re-edit movies and all those types of things. So just kind of using those skills I think I think I just developed on something that I wasn't even aware of that right. I was kind of good at well that's cool and yeah so that was a bit of fun um, and we made some great productions during the broadcasting course as well uh, which was which was a lot of fun love it and you worked in TV as well yes so um, it's funny as I was finishing up the broadcasting course I was working at Nova but then I got, they were giving out these awards, right? So um, some of the awards comes with internships. So uh, one of them was for Channel 7, and that was for most potential in reality TV or something like that. And I got that award, and that was an internship for a show called House Rules. Oh, yes, I remember the show. Yeah, so that show. So, um, yeah, so once I finished it up, they were like, cool, in January, you're going to pack your bags, we give you some money. And we're going to fly you over to Sydney and you're going to do a three-month internship over there for House Rules. Is that what set up the Sydney living? Um, you know what? It actually wasn't. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, Because what happened was I went there, did the TV stuff for a bit, but I started to realise TV production is not really my thing. Okay. Because I, I got a taste of radio when I was doing the Nova stuff. And then I thought, you know, like, I really I really enjoyed the, doing the, the radio stuff. You know, like, I'm a big fan of music. I'm a big fan of, you know... Um, commercial radio, that kind of vibe. So I thought, okay, I think that's probably what I want to do. Um, and Sydney was just so expensive at the time. So I thought, well, okay. still is. It still is. I mean, it's even worse <laughs> now. But like, I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to probably do this internship. And then once I'm done, I'm going to go back to Perth. I'm going to, you know, center myself in radio, work my way there, learn a bit more, save a bit of money. And then I'll just see where that takes me. And I think that was a good decision because I feel like with my video editing skills and social media and, you know, I like I like announcing all those types of things. I thought that was a better suited thing. But I learned a lot about production and what audiences are like and all those types of things and the TV industry through that House Rules internship. So, you know, there's things I, there's things I got from there for sure. So you prefer like the behind the scenes stuff more than presenting radio-wise? I, I love both. Right. I love both. I like the overall production of things. Right. So when it comes to, you know, a good example actually is during I was during my time at Nova when I was doing the announcing stuff, a producer saw something that I did for the broadcasting course, like a little mini doc- documentary, and they asked me to direct it, a direct a documentary for them for the ABC. Oh cool. And then so I was like, okay, so I'll do that. But <laughs> a lot of it was me, you know, directing it, but then also getting involved with how the talent should look and, you know, telling, you know, like I, I, would, I just like, I like the whole production, you know. Some Synergy people, of it all. Yeah, everything needs to work together. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what, just just put me in front of the camera, put me in front of the mic, I'll do that too. One man show. I know, I just, I just love it. I love the whole thing. So they both work together. Well, really. sometimes it's good if you have a hand in all the different parts because you can kind of tell it was the same yeah. kind of idea throughout, right? Yeah, you, like the vision is kind of 100% there. But yeah. that can also be a bit of a problem too because sometimes True. you can't really trust. It's hard to, uh, how do I put this? Sometimes you've got to trust in the talent and the people in front of the camera, in front of the mics to do their thing. 
and you know, and you just have to trust that they can do trust it. Trust the process. Yeah, otherwise you can be a bit difficult to work with in the industry. That's <laughs> what I've learned. Not the diva. <laughs> I know. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, someone's actually said that once. Like, you got you got to stop. You're being a bit of a diva now. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm, I just I just have the vision. They're like, believe me, they can do it. Just let them do it. I'm like, okay, right okay, to the soul. All right, yeah, you guys do it. <laughs> and so tell us how it is working for the Carl and Jackie O show. So because I mean, social media it looks like it's such a fun environment. There's always crazy stuff going on and so much audience involvement as well, I find. Well, the best way that I can describe it is I'll I'll start with like how it normally works at a normal radio station, right? So like, sorry, not normal. It's like like how a traditional radio station operates, right? It's genuinely just simply there's... There's like an area where the producers are, the talent are in the studio, something happens, it's funny, you you make a video out of it and it's kind of done, right? That's just kind of what the vibe is. For Kyle and Jackie O, it's absolute chaos. I think the only way that I can properly explain it is my first day at Kyle and Jackie O, okay. which was Kyle's 50th birthday. Right. right. I already so, feel it in my chest yeah. for you. <laughs> right. And like, don't get me wrong, I, like it was a crazy radio experience over when I was working at Nova, doing all that type of stuff too. But I just wasn't expecting to be like this. Like I was there, I was ready to go and film because they said you just got to quickly, you got to film when Kyle enters. Um, and I was like, okay, I thought it would just be like, you know, him rocking up with a car, getting out and oh, you know, happy birthday. You'd go up to the studio and there we go. The mics are on. You're good to go. Uh, but what actually happened was there were all these, there was like a big cheerleading squad just at the front of the uh, radio station. And I was like, okay, that's a bit of fun. And then the car rocks up and no one told me that there'll be pyrotechnics out at the front. So Carl rocks, rocks up, bang, 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 all these explosions and fireworks and, you know, all, all these cameras were there, cheerleaders. I was like, okay, What's going on? Uh, we go upstairs. The producers are there. Everyone is you know, yelling and screaming and celebrating. There's confetti. Carl rocks, rocks up. All these celebrities start dialing in, sending in video messages. It was high octane from start to finish. And I was like... Sensory overload. Exactly. Everything was so loud. It was just... Oh, it was crazy. And I was like, what have I got myself into? And then I thought, it's okay. Tomorrow will be a bit more of a calm, you know, everything will be okay. Uh, no, it's it's pr- there's no pyrotechnics or confetti, but that energy and that high octane is there every single day. Yeah, wow. And yeah, so it was it was kind of like a party that you had to work at every single day on that show. Well, that um, doesn't sound too bad. It's yeah, it doesn't sound too bad, but then sometimes <laughs> there's a lot of pressure too because you know, I mean, it's the number one it's the number one show in Australia, and like you know, you've got to be on your A game that early in the morning. You know, and each segment is full on hectic, breaking rules, goes for long as well. Right. Um, it's so it was so much fun. It was so hectic, but also you got to do your absolute best every single job you you do on that show. Yeah, I was gonna say like the energy from that early in the morning every yeah. day would be a lot to muster up. Well, yeah. I mean, like at first it's fine. At first you're like, oh, like this is in- insane. Like there's so much energy. It's crazy. You know, but you know, there's a come down period <laughs> that you get every single day when there's that much energy, and you still have to maintain those energy levels as you as you do the show and the show goes for about five hours so they're supposed to finish at 10 but usually they finish at about 11 so from 6 to 11 
So they can run over if, if oh, yeah. they want. Oh, yeah. Do what they want. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, people, <laughs> At that people level. love listening to them, so they can go for as long as they want, really. Right. But, um, well, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, so it, it, there was a lot, a, a lot to learn uh, working over it. At um, Carl and Jackie O, this, it was just an insane experience. So, how long were you with Carl and Jackie O? I was there uh, for about a year and a half. And so, what made you decide to do the move? To do the move, um, a few things. I mean, I was doing breakfast radio for about five years at that point, and when I moved over to Carl and Jackie O, lockdown happened. You know, the whole WA borders happened. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of crazy stuff was happening during working on that show. So I kind of, by about a year and a half in, I was like, these hours are kind of really starting to um, starting to test me a little bit. And I thought, you know, like, I think I've done my fair share in breakfast radio hours. Um, so I thought, okay, I think, I think it's time that I kind of move on to something that has a bit more, that accommodates my time a bit better, Fair if that enough. makes sense. I, you I paid was, your dues. I paid my dues. I was very sad to leave the show because the show is so fun and the team are just incredible. And I, I loved most of the moments there. Um, but I thought, you know, got to look after myself, I think. <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, I think I've done enough. And they were very, they were all very welcoming of that decision as well. So, oh, Well, that's nice. Yeah. And will your new role, are you doing the same Role I'm pretty much the same stuff, yeah. Just a so, different, yeah. So and... just different network. Um, I know the people there already, so it, it's I, I know the team. The team are great, and um, yeah, just later hours, which I'm very, very excited about. I'll be waking up when the sun goes up, which well, that's nice. Is something for you. that I haven't experienced in a long I know, time. No, not darkness. No darkness. Oh, I know. It was Love the worst. that for you. <laughs> Is there anything? that you've had in your mind career-wise that you're like, oh, I'd really like to do this one day or be on this show or be a part of something yes. or what is it? Yeah, um, well, I've I've dabbled into a bit of acting. I, I really Ooh. enjoyed that. Yeah, so about three years ago, someone um, at, at work at Nova said, like, you know, you really should try consider, you know, being on screen a bit more and doing a bit more of the acting side of things. And um, I did that. I took some classes, got into some commercials, and I was like, I really, really love just just letting go in front of the camera a bit more. And I feel like I've done a lot of work behind it and a lot of work, you know, like I was saying before, I like to be part of the whole production. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love to step into that a bit more. Um, and, you know, it's actually funny because... You go to ECU, right, and you go to Whopper, and you see all the actors and musical theatre students, and they look so free, right? They're all like just really just loose and having fun. And I feel like they just like float the hallways, yeah. and you just uh, someone's singing or yeah, I love uh, that just constantly. Yeah, constantly, and you know, I always was so envious of just how. I mean, they're probably they're they probably were stressed out, but just like when I saw them, I, I was just so relieved and relaxed. I was like, look at them go. And I kind of, yeah, I do want to kind of adopt that energy a bit more into my own life. And I think that's probably something that I'm going to dabble into once I kind of get settled into the new role. And just I move back to enroll in Whopper, perhaps. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I would love to go to Whopper and do acting and just, I mean, they just it's just so free. It's so fun there. I, you know, I used when I used to dance, I used to get so jealous how flexible the dancers there are and you know, they were doing backflips and handstands and all that type of stuff out in, you know, near the, what's that, what's that cafe? Grindhouse? Grindhouse. Yeah, so you see them do, Shout do all that out stuff Grindhouse. There. I know, yeah, so I um, <laughs> I really love that. And yeah, I would love to go back to Whopper, but I mean, 
who will have the time. The way your life's set up, probably. It's quite a commitment. So Fair enough. And I guess lastly, just from your point of view of the industry, I guess, that you're working in, because it it did match up, it did align with your degree, how would you describe what it would be like to get into the media industry, radio? How would I describe it? I don't think it was challenging. I think a lot of people go, oh, it's very challenging to kind of get in. I think it's, maybe you might, you can help me describe it if that's okay. Sure. I feel like most of the opportunities and most of the doors opened when I just really had confidence in knowing what I wanted to do, being very open about it. You know, a lot of people, you know, have to always figure out back doors, third doors into, you know, things like that. And, you know, everyone's, they feel like it's a bit of a race or it's a bit of a thing. But for me, it wasn't that. It was just simply, oh. Like being confident in what you wanted, maybe. Everyone always says, just be yourself and you'll get, you get to where you want to go. And I feel like that's just really what it is. Well, cliches are cliches for a reason. Yeah, so yeah exactly. We'll go with that. Well, we have a game to finish off. Okay. I like games. It's a word association game. Okay. Oh. So we're going to say a word. Yes. And you are going to tell us the first thing that comes into your brain. Okay, yep, no worries. All right, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. ECU. ECU, uh, fun. Media. Uh, whole new challenge, oh, not challenging, whole new, whole new world, a whole new world. <laughs> Aladdin, say. there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Success. Success is internal. Perth. Perth is home. Radio. Radio is eternal. TV. TV is adapting. Donald Trump. <laughs> Orange. Sorry, <laughs> that's anything I could think of. Brilliant. TikTok. Oh, uh, game changer. Twilight. Oh, God. Um, Twilight. Uh, I, I, movie. I don't know. That's all I'm thinking of. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> I was hoping either Edward or Jacob. <laughs> oh, Edward Jacob. Oh, I, I haven't watched it in so long, so I don't really know. I would say I'm Tim Jacob okay. for sure. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much oh, for joining pleasure. us and sharing your wonderful experiences with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And I hope for you listening, it's encouraging you to come join us at ECU. Absolutely. Because look at the amazing things. Absolutely. I mean, the, the lecturers, the teachers, the students, the culture, I've seen it grow as well. And um, yeah, it's great. Shout out. Sorry, can I just give a shout out to of some people? So Joe McManus, who was, um, I'm not sure she's there anymore, but she'll probably be listening. Shout out to her. Changed my life. Brilliant. She was a coordinator for the broadcasting course. Love that. Andrea Burns. Andrea's um, still there. She's still there. Judith Eland, is she still there? She was mm. my uh, media lecturer in my undergrad. Absolutely wonderful. Loved her so much. I haven't had her. Oh, you haven't had her. Okay, no. yeah. So she was great. Diane Slade, too. Okay. Who was in my advertising. Shout out. Shout out to them. <laughs> Thanks, Jermaine. Thanks.